Well, welcome to another episode of Pass the Salt. Uh, I have with me a very special guest, Miss Shannon Waldrop. Hi there. And uh, you're kind of the salt leader around these parts. I mean, if you think about <laughs> it, you're like the salt queen. You oh. are in charge of all the the little salt people. The little salt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so kind of tell us what you do with Bremen High School and kind of what your role is with FCA. Absolutely. Um, so I am technically a FCA ambassador, which means I'm a part-time employee with FCA and I focus all of my energy on one campus. And so my school is Bremen High School and whatever that looks like, it, it has looked like so many different things, but something that everybody kind of um, probably knows the most about would be our, our weekly huddles on Thursday mornings mm -hmm. before school starts. And um, so that is student-led worship and student-led um, speaking and um, just a good time every Thursday morning. And then we have a student leadership team that we meet with separately um, throughout the year. Then we have a worship team that um, serves our huddle and we meet with them throughout the year. And, um, and then we have our teams. So I coordinate um, volunteers that serve all of our teams. The goal is to have a character coach um, assigned to each team at the high school every season um, just to kind of love on and share truth and encouragement and all the things to the teams. So it is a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that the character coach thing, I think is a really interesting aspect because you have people who are volunteering uh, just community members or just people in the school who are like, I'm going to volunteer some extra time just to pour in to young lives, whatever that may look like. And there are, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's incredible because like, I mean, I'd say just about every team at this high school has somebody serving uh, that is affiliated with FCA. And that's not just the, the morning Thursday stuff. That's the day in and day out going to practices, going to games, serving the team, serving the coaches. Yes. Uh, and that's a big deal because I mean, this it's just constant getting poured into, you know, pouring into these, these young kids. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And the people that, we have serving Bremen high school are, it's a, it's like you said, it's a, it's a, a varied um, crew of people, but man, they are all so passionate and every single one of them at the end of the season, we talk about, you know, how did it go and what went well. And every single one of them has said, I had no idea like the impact that these kids and these coaches would have on me. So it, it really mm -hmm. speaks to them yeah, and for sure. is also a way for the kids to be seen and heard and feel valued and is goodness it's lots of goodness good well today we have a special uh i asked uh shannon here what what we want to speak on and she sent me this it says know your no now <laughs> right know your no now and i tell you what we were talking about this before we started recording this message i think can be applied across whatever where, wherever you are in life every season of life whether you are a middle schooler a high schooler whether you are just in college whether you're out of college you're starting your family whether you have kids I mean parents I mean across the board we were just discussing some things before we got started and it is a very important topic um, because like you brought up there are just things in life that you have to say no to before the question's ever asked. Yes. And so what we talked about with these are like things that are like hard no's, right? Like things that like, like 
from your faith, things that you know about yourself maybe, or things that just in life that you're going to say no to while it's easy to say no to it. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of the idea, right? Like you have that, you know, we're going to dive deeper into it, but kind of explain like where you kind of, you know, not necessarily come up with this message, but why this is such an important message. Um, We have, you know, a family of three kids and um, a marriage and just over time, this is something that we implement in our house. Um, we um, talk about this a lot, whether it's, like you said, whether it's between a husband and a wife or um, children, no matter what age. Um, so knowing what your no is, is going to help you down the road, because as long as we live in this flesh, um, there's going to be temptations and we all have them and they're all very different. Um, and also, depending on what season in your life uh, you're in, your your temptations are going to look a little bit differently. And it's so important, in my opinion, that we talk about um, what our weaknesses are and how we're going to um, defend ourselves against the weakness. And a lot of times that is is deciding when when things are not stressful, when life is not stressful, and we have time to really sit there and reflect, what are the things that are important to you? And what are the things that, that you need to decide what your no is before you are tempted in that area so that you can stand strong? Right. And so I, I was reading, you know, because we, we discussed what we we're going to talk about. I was reading over some notes. And uh, one of the first things I saw was, you know, where where in your life do you find yourself struggling the most? Like So like basically running through your life and picking like your top three, like your top three struggles, you know, and some things that you had listed. I mean, anger, substance abuse, money, relationships, you know, what you're consuming in terms of watching and listening, time management, school, gossip, self, those are all encompassing things that, that are a part of life. And I think everyone struggles at some point in those, you know? And so like, I think I like the idea of finding those top three, mm-hmm. because I think if you can find those, because if you, I think sometimes if you look at the whole list, you're okay. going to find something in every part of the <laughs> yeah. list. And then it becomes like, it's too much to understand. So it's like, let's find those top three. Uh, and, and, and determine like, what are the three things that I struggle with the, the most, you know, and identifying those things early on. Absolutely. And then the, uh, one of the first verses I saw you have on your notes was Isaiah 8, 11 through 14. And I love, I love Old Testament stuff. I mean, I do, especially Isaiah. Isaiah is like, oh, it's incredible. Isaiah is, one of, is one of the best. So if you, if we, you dive into that for us. Um, so Isaiah 8, 11 through 14, the Lord has said to me in the strongest terms, do not think like everyone else does. Do not be afraid that some plan that is conceived behind closed doors will be the end of you. Do not fear anything, but the Lord almighty. He alone is the Holy one. If you fear him, you need fear nothing else because he will keep you safe. Oh, that's incredible. I that's, mean, it's that's so encouraging. Absolutely. 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 I mean, because I don't know, just the just do not fear, you know, do not fear, except fear the Lord. And if you take care of that part, he has you, you know, let him be your fear. Let him be your dread. And then he will become a sanctuary and a stone. Right. Like and- not these other things, not these other worries, not these other fears. Let, you know, the, that 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 fear the Lord, that just that love that so much so much love for the Lord, let him be your sanctuary. He'll become your sanctuary. He'll become your stone. Uh, that's just an incredible verse, you know, and, and I like that the the one, the version I had, it talks about, you know, 
do not call conspiracy all these people call conspiracy. Like these people aren't conspiring against you in the way that you think they are. <laughs> right. It feels like it's right, right. <laughs> and uh, that, that's such a powerful verse. And that kind of leads into, you know, one of the topics is deciding now who you want to be. Yeah. Right. Like you like figuring out now, like, do you want to be one of these people that the Lord is talking about where you let him be your fear or you want to be one of those people who, who think like the other people who, who think that these conspiracies, you know, who do you want to be? You know, I think if you decide that, I mean, I think that's the ultimate question because if you want to be who you're called to be, mm-hmm. that kind of sets up the rest of this kind of pathway to, to figuring that out, knowing your knowing your no. And one of the things that, um, that I, that I read in, when I was reading that, looking over that, uh, led me to Philippians four, eight. And because one of the, one of the notes we talked about was being sober minded, reliable, wise, right. You know? Yes. And so Philippians eight, you know, Philippians eight says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things put your mind on those things and i think that i mean that pretty much sums everything up like those are the things that we need to be thinking about well and when you're trying to decide the person that you want to be think think about along those lines what i like about it i love to stop and kind of reassess i call it getting my act together when i feel like things are out of control at the house or in life i'm like all right we need to get our act together so <laughs> you need you need to be able to stop um the world from turning a little bit sometimes and reflect and like, who do you want to be? And the thing that um, I think uh, for our high school kind of age group is who you are now and the situations that you're in now does not mean that that's where you have to stay. Mm. You, You can always stop and evaluate and decide what are the things that are lovely? What, what in an ideal situation, what kind of person would you be? Like I, when I was writing this down, like, I want to be sober. I want to be reliable. I want to be wise. Um, I want to be a faithful servant to Mm. what God calls me to do. Like think big, Yeah. you know, don't, don't feel like your current situation is going to be what you have to be forever. Um, So think about all these lovely things. And then I, I, I put one because I think this is something that is so important. Uh, Someone that's rooted in truth. Because there's a lot of lies out there. I mean, there's so many, just so many lies out there about you know who you are as a person. Or, I mean, in the garden, it started with a lie. I mean, it did. I mean, it started with 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 the lie of the world, right? That led to that, you know. And so, being rooted in truth to guard your heart. And I'm not going to read all of this, but if you want to go check out Colossians two six through fifteen. It is a wonderful section and just a couple of the highlights from there. Um, it starts out talking about you receive Christ Jesus, so walk in him. So, you know, live live it out. You receive Christ Jesus, live that out, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, abounding in thanksgiving. See it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, right? If we're rooted in, if we're walking out our faith, if we're living in that truth, then these people who have all these things figured out, you know, in air quotes, figured out, and they tell you how they got it figured out, this empty philosophy and this vain deceit, it's not going to affect you. And if you, if you keep on reading down, uh, I mean, it just continues to talk about who you are. It continues to talk about your faith and how that you are, 
you know, you have been forgiven, you have been made alive. Like that's the truth we have to be rooted in. You know, so when we talk about who we want to be, we start looking at those things. If we're rooted in truth, then we can start to believe those things because we know it's true. Right. And, you know, several of the verses we're talking about, don't be afraid that someone um, that the plan conceived behind closed doors will be the end of you. Like we have to realize that as a Christian, you are under attack and some of the Mm. easiest ways to get a hold of you is through temptation and, and, and so like, so I had written down first Peter five, eight, I love to break down scripture. And so I feel like this one is just, I mean, it just tells you why is it important to decide your no, because he, it says be alert and sober minded. Why is, why is it so important to be alert? Because the enemy is going to come against you and he wants to catch you off guard. Like you have to be alert. You have to know that the enemy is out there, whether it's lies or, you know, whatever's coming Mm -hmm. against you. So, um, if he can catch you off guard and especially if he can catch you in a time when you're not of sober mind, Mm -hmm. I mean, your guard is completely down and you're much more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, so it says then your adversary, the devil, and I kind of wrote off to the side of that, that, uh, the devil's not always going to show up in a suit with horns, you know? And Oh yes. Oh, I know. Right. We love love that imagery. And it's like, uh, I think about the times in my life when I have, um, fallen, I guess, victim to temptation and really the worst regrets. It was people that were in my life that give, gave me an option and I took Mm. it, you know, so a best friend, a sibling, people that you may not, um, identify as the adversary, but he will use people in your life. Um, but the adversary prowls around like a roaring lion. And I thought about like a nature show. If you ever see a lion, like prowling, um, he's like camoed out, right. he's like right. down low. Right. He is slowly inching, like not making a big scene. And he's just waiting for the right opportunity. And I feel like Again, it's so important to know how to defend yourself because it this the Bible tells you the the enemy is looking for your weak mm. moment to pounce and it, it says to seeking someone to devour mm. and um so to kind of answer in my mind like why would he even want to attack me why would he be seeking to destroy me and I think that it's because so much of us every one of us has something to offer. And if he can destroy you, right. um, and maybe that's through your reputation, he can destroy your reputation. He Then he kind of cancels out what you have going on. If, if he destroys yeah. your witness, yeah. if he destroys your friendship, like all of these things can keep you from becoming what it is that God has planned for you. And if he can do that, then he's taken out, you know, oh, a weapon. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Ab- you know, yeah, absolutely. And and temptation is, it is, uh, it's, it's inevitable. And it is there we live in we live on a, on a, on, a, on, a, on an earth that is that you're going to be the tempted. Uh, you know, I, I was reading First Corinthians ten thirteen. It talks about temptation, uh, but it says God is faithful and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. So you're going to be tempted. I mean, it says it right there. I mean, it's it's not that you're not going to be tempted. It's you're not going to be tempted beyond your ability, but the temptation He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Yes. But I think the other part of that is it all goes back to, are we rooted in him? Right. I mean, those things, I mean, if we're not, then I mean, that, that line is the same thing. If if you're, if you're not rooted in him, 
the enemy's looking to devour, mm-hmm. right? If you're rooted in him and you're built on that truth and you know who you want to be, then God's not going to allow you to be overcome by that. He's going to give you in a way, give you a way to to escape that. I feel like when you know your no and you put it into effect in your life, that is a weapon that you have to escape what the enemy. That's right. Is. That's right. He, yeah. He'll give you a you know right out. now. You know right now. I feel like that's just a tool. I, I like what you put when you're talking about why decide. You know why decide. I liked it. You have a you know the enemy strategy. Like if you know where you're going to be tempted, if you know where you struggle, yeah. like you know exactly where it's going to be, where you're going to be attacked from. Like you know that you have the playbook, right? You can set up your defense based on what you know is going to come from the, the you know from the attack, you know. And that's the key. You have to identify those weak areas. Where are you weakest at? I don't need to. I don't need to build up these strong fences in these places that I'm that I'm good in. Right. Right, like things that don't affect the day to day. Like I don't need to. And I think sometimes we like to we get to we like to focus on that because then we can feel better about saying, "Hey, well, you know what? I've done a really good job of this." Yeah, but that wasn't the part where you were struggling. Right, right. Like you're just building up the defense on stuff you're good at, but over here you're exposed and you have no defenses now. Well, and I feel like in general, maybe even with parenting, like I usually start off conversations in the house that say that kind of sound like this, and I'll say, "This is about to be tough. Like the mm. things that we're about to talk about are going to be tough, but." It's important. So it's important to talk about your weakness because in the world, so much of the stuff we talk about is, oh, these are areas where your strengths are at. But it's like, I feel like if we paid more attention to the areas that we're weak in, then we could focus more of our energy on defending those Mm -hmm. areas, which in the end would make us much more wise and much more able to fend off what obviously the devil's coming at you. So, and then, and then, uh, I think this is a great point too. Admitting a weakness doesn't mean weakness. Right. Like that doesn't equate to you being a weak person. Like being able to admit your weakness does not make you less of a person. It just it, it's, it makes you more wise. It makes you more prepared. It it, it makes you, uh, you know, you, you, begin, you begin to build those things up, become a stronger person. Right. Because now I see those weaknesses. I know where I'm weak at. And then I can start to build those things up and, and start to prepare and defend for those things. And uh, I, I I like that. I mean, the preparedness, the wisdom that you get from identifying those things, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and that's tough to admit your weaknesses. I mean, especially like, I mean, I, I think about some, some kids that I teach and, you know, them listening to this message in high school, nobody's weak. Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're right you know yeah yeah right right yeah I mean like nobody's nobody's weak you know it's it's incredible you know but it's one of those things where you have to really look in the mirror you know you've got to take a look in the mirror and I read this and I love this because this I think this is awesome uh it was talking about you know when you look in the mirror the mirror is going to show those blemishes the mirror is going to show you the imperfections Mm -hmm. but you don't get mad at the mirror for what it reflects like if you see weakness, you can't get mad at what the mirror is showing you. Right. You have to fix the, ref, you know, the the reflect the mirror is just reflecting who you are. Right. You can't get mad at the mirror for showing you who you really are, you know. And I think that's when you start getting into this thing and you start talking about, hey, this is who I want to be. And now you start involving the community. You start having an accountability partner. You start having some, and when they point those things out to you, you can't get mad at them for being your mirror. Right. Like they're just trying to show you who you really are. Yeah, you that's know? where that whole like, okay, the, the conversation we're about to have is tough. You know, it's right, like you give right. them a heads up, but when they know that you're coming at them with from a love mm-hmm. and, a, and a true concern for them, 
uh, sometimes it's a little easier to f- swallow. I think so. You mentioned it, but we, I just kind of wrote down a list of, I would call them common areas of weakness. Um, and everybody has different ones. So I just said, you know, if you're taking this time and setting aside and saying, okay, God, I, I need to be stronger in these areas of my life. Just list the top three, because honestly, if you list <laughs> right. 20 things yeah. wrong, you yeah. may just throw your paper away. Right. Yeah. Forget. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like pick your top three, because um, I, I like small um, attainable goals. Mm. Um, and so in a second, we'll talk about, okay, I'm identified the top three areas that I struggle with. Now what? Um, so I, the things I'm going to talk about, like, I want them to be small enough that you can commit to working on them and then realizing at the end of that time frame, like, oh, there is something good about, right. you know, applying this. So right. uh, I say, take your top three. And then apply your no to them for the next month. Okay, so this is going to look different for everybody. But let's just say that you straight up realize that Snapchat has just got a hold of you. And there's like somebody in particular on there that you just know is not good for you, but you keep snap room or whatever. So maybe for you, that looks like saying no for a month. Do not snap them back Mm, for a month. Right. Like, yeah, if I if I really am strong and I in this right now, like where am I better off a month from now? So, right. Right. Uh, or maybe that means like the last time you really felt regret was after you went to a party at a certain place. If you realize that that was a weakness for you, then for the next month or whatever time frame you choose, say no. When mm-hmm. they say, Hey, 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 Friday night, meet me, you know, meet yeah. me over here. Like, just say, you know what, I'm working on myself right now. And so I, I'm not going to be able to come. You don't have to like explain your whole entire life to people. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But start saying no to the areas that you have struggled with. Um, I know a lot of people struggle with anger, um, especially at this point in their life. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to communicate it and get it, get it out in a <laughs> Easy yes way. yes yes a lot of a lot of um sheetrock holes um but maybe so maybe for you that looks like okay for the next month when this person who constantly drives me crazy and gets me to a boiling point maybe when maybe when I feel myself going there for for the next month I'm gonna say you know what I need to walk away I'm gonna say no to responding for right mm. now and I'm gonna walk away and just give myself some time to cool down and then I'll come back so like these are just small examples, but, um, and part of that, I mean, I think, I mean, you look in, I mean, biblically speaking, fasting mm-hmm. is, is a thing that we should be doing. And I know that fasting normally is, you know, you're denying yourself food or something of that nature, but these things like you can have a fast of anything you can, I mean, self-denial is a real way to, to, to grow closer to the Lord, because if I'm denying those things, that normally leads me to more conversation, like more prayer, more conversation. Like if I'm not going to do this, right? Maybe if, if I'm going to say no to this, I need to lean on something. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like whether it be somebody, yes, or whether it be you know praying or leaning on the Lord, something. You're it's it's going to grow closest because like that that part, like when you when you are fasting, it is a it is a difficult process. It is not just simply like, Hey, I'm going to decide to do it. 
and it's going to be done. And I love what you wrote. Like, I think the greatest thing you wrote in your notes, the entire thing was, if you could do it on your own, you would have already done it. <laughs> right. If you could, I mean, cause I think about that all the time. If I'm going to change something, if I keep saying I'm eventually going to change it, well, how come I haven't changed it yet? Right. Because I myself cannot do it. Obviously there's something in my life that I have recognized that is not being changed, you know? And I think in life and especially this, I remember being, in high school and in college and in the early years of marriage. And it was always, I'll do it at this time. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in high school, Hey, God understands I'm in high school. I'm just trying to have some fun. Like it's my high school years. You know what? When I get to college, I'll get focused on what I want to be in life and I'll get better. And then I got to college and it was like, you know what? Wow. A lot more freedom. When I get out, God understands I'm in college, you know? <laughs> and then when I get out and I get married, like I'll get my act together. Mm-hmm. I'll fix it mm-hmm. because that's when life begins. And it's like, you just keep moving the goalpost right. until eventually where you're like 30 years old. I mean, seriously, for me, it was 30 years old when you realized I have not changed any of these things because one, I've been trying to do it on my own. And because yeah. two, I haven't really wanted to change them. Like I've just keep telling myself, I'm gonna be, you know, it was, Oh, well, you know, I don't have a kid right now. So I don't really have anybody looking up to me. You know, once I have a kid, I'll really get my act together, you know, and you just keep moving those goalposts. And if you don't identify those things, and once again, it just one day you look down the road or one day, maybe you don't, we're not promised right. time on earth. You know, there's not like a, you don't know when the end is, you know, and it's one of those things where it's time to, it's time to shift that mindset to these are going to be my nose now. And then I have to lean into the word, lean into prayer to, to help stand me up on those things. Yeah. I, um, I wrote down in, in humongous letters, pray each day for your weakness. Um, because literally if you were strong enough to do whatever it is that you need to handle, I mean, you love yourself, you would have already done it. Um, so admitting that you need help and then admitting that God is, absolutely able to give you the strength for whatever weakness you may have. So I remember being in in college at this point, And, um, like I knew that my life was just headed in the wrong direction, but like, I literally had lived that life for so long that I mm. didn't even know where to begin. And it just felt overwhelming. And that's maybe that's where I get my little, like, okay, only pick three and like, do yeah, right, right. Because it can be overwhelming to the point where you're just paralyzed and you're like, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I'm destined for. And that's just not true. Um, and so I literally remember going to Auburn to visit some of uh, our friends and they were wanting to go out, but I knew that it was. I needed to give that life up. And I remember standing out in the, in the line to go into wherever. And I was like, all right, God, you know, this is like, I don't even know what to do, God, but I know what I don't want to do. I don't want to live this life anymore. I don't want to wake up tomorrow feeling regret. Please be with me tonight. Give me the strength. And time after time, little bitty step at a time, he would show up and I would have a great time and I didn't get crazy. And, you know, I felt better about myself each you know, mm-hmm. time. And I was like, whoa, he really can give you the strength to be sober. He can give you the strength to say no to her. He can give you the strength to, you know, quit saying those things to the people that you love. Like whatever your area of weakness is, he has the strength, but you do have to realize that you're dependent on him. 
That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's the, we, I mean, I feel like we talk about this all the time and, and people, people like, I think sometimes like to diminish the value of prayer when they just say, well, which we is prayer. Like prayer is, is, it's the most powerful thing. I mean, you can't have a relationship with somebody without communication and that constant communication that like, like you said, it's just a, it, it doesn't have to be this big emboldened, just a, it, it can be in the moment right now, a, a quick little, just Hey, right now, please yes. help me. Like, I don't want, like you said, I, I identify, I see this, I see this on the horizon. I know where this road has normally led me. Yes. Give me some other way. And we talked about it. He will give you, he'll give you an escape. So if it eventually, I guess, if I think about it that way, he, he gave me the strength to say no, Right. that was a no for me. It became a no for me and it became a no for my husband. And we decided we cannot do this anymore we were going to live sober. And so we've been sober over, you know, 17, 18 years now. And that is not a temptation for me. Uh, It's never a thought. It never crosses my mind. It's a hard no. It didn't, I didn't do that by myself. God Mm -hmm. gave me the strength. And so that I know because I've lived it out, he has the power to make your temptation now a hard no later. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. trust him that he will build you up to the point where you realize, wow, he is right. better than my flesh. Right. Absolutely. I can say no. And it's not a, and like, you know, I mean, I think we, we all know this, but it, it's not a day one. It's going to happen day one thing. <laughs> no. Sure would be nice, oh. but it's not going to, I mean, it's that constant. That's why I, I love when the verses say walk, like walk in that, you know, walk in the truth, walk in the light, because that, that translates to like living it out. Yes. Like, so living is a daily thing, yes. you know, and I think if we're practically speaking, you know, it may, and, and these things are going to come with some changes in your life huh. because the people who were your friends yeah. may not be your friends anymore. Right. Right. It's going to, the, the places you used to like to go or the places you used to feel welcome, you may not feel welcome there anymore. You know, but I think that's that, that shift in that mindset. And when you recognize, wait a minute, something, these people are treating me differently. Uh-huh. It's not because I, it's not because I'm a, a worse person or a better person. It's because my mindset, my set has shifted yeah. to want different things. We're just, we don't have the same values anymore. Right. Right. We don't prioritize those same things anymore. Yes. Um, it's not being better than them or, or worse or whatever it is. It's not a, anything of that nature. It's just simply, you know, I don't, I don't feel the same way anymore. No. I don't think the same way anymore. The verse, I, I love the verse that says, I am a new creation in Christ. And I laugh because when I run into people that knew me years ago, I'll shake their hand and I'll say, by the way, I'm a new creation in Christ. Like, in other words, like, please forgive all of the days before (laughs) because because I, yeah, sorry about that, but he, he has the ability to make you a new creation. He has the ability to give you new circles of healthy friendships and healthy relationships. He has the ability to heal um, regrets and things that, you know, have drug you down in the past. He has the ability to help you work through anger issues or relationship issues or to give forgiveness, whatever it is that just tears you up inside. And so, you know, your world may change, but it is absolutely going to be for the Absolutely. Better. And so one of the last things I wrote down, I just wrote the, I just wrote how, like how, like how, how does this, cause like, wh- where do we start? Where do we begin? And I think uh, you can start in Matthew six thirty three. And it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's where we go first, mm-hmm. right? If we want to know who we want to be, if we want to know where, you know, if we want to know 
that we're going to be tempted. Who's going to tempt us? What's it going to look like? All of those things you can find, like, like God has revealed that. God has revealed that through his word. He's revealed how to walk through that, all of those things. And then it says, you know, after that says, you know, seek the kingdom of God and these things will be added to you. Yeah. Yes. Like when you say, like, how, like God, how do I do this? <laughs> you know, go, go search it out and he's going to add it to you. Right. Ask for this, you know, seek his counsel first. Right. Seek what he says first. And then from that, it led me to Galatians 5, 16. It says, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Seek his kingdom, seek his word, seek his truth. And then you'll be able to, I mean, to not gratify the desires of the flesh. Right. I mean, sounds like actually a very simple equation. Well, and, and I mean, because <laughs> as long as you live in this flesh, you will yeah. be battling yourself. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll be yeah. battling yourself. Yeah. Um, God obviously is much stronger and um, has a better plan for you than your flesh because, and that's, so that is why like, go back to the know your no, your flesh is probably a lot more. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> then it is. No. Well, yes is way easier. Yeah. Yes is way easier. <laughs> I mean, it really is like sometimes you don't have to think about a Yes. It just, yes. Uh huh. Because when somebody's asking you, normally if somebody's asking you to go do X, Y, or Z, it's because they want you to go do it. So saying yes, like makes it easier, yes. right? Because sometimes when you say no, you get that look or they're like, well, why? Then you have to explain yourself. You say right. yes, it's just everybody's like, okay, cool. So that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> like you say yes, like, all right, good, let's go. But if you say no, it's like, hold on, why? Yeah. And then you start to explain yourself. And then all of a sudden you get to those, mm, you know, why? yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, you used to or uh -huh. what happened? And like all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're down this whole thing and you're, and you don't want to have to explain it because once again, it's just your, your no. But I think, I think one of the things that we've talked about if you go ahead and decide now before you're ever asked those questions, absolutely. when there's no pressure on you, when the friends are, if you go ahead and decide, I'm going to say no, mm -hmm. you decide that now and you practice that, you pray for that strength, you pray for that ability, then when it comes up, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah. Not to say you're not going to face questions, you're not going to face those things, but the idea of saying no is a lot easier. And the beautiful thing is, like I said, you don't owe anyone an explanation for what you're working on with yourself and with God. And, you know, so when they're like, well, why this and that, this and that, this and that, Hey, you know, sorry, I'm working on me. And that's so it. Yeah, that's it. It's a hard no. <laughs> and a lot of times, and, and, and I mean, I know a lot of times if you say no enough, people will eventually stop asking. Oh yeah. I mean, it is. And they'll say, don't, yeah, don't, don't bother. Mess with that's right. Because, don't bother. You know, he yeah. doesn't do that. That's right. That's right. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing for people to say about you, right? Like if somebody says, hey, I won't even bother asking him to go do this because he's not going to. Right. Uh, good. Thank you. I'm glad that people are recognizing and seeing that change in my right. life. You, you know, that's something you you're talking about pass this off. You should be different. Absolutely. You should look different. You should make people go, what, what's up with him? Why is he, why is it? Right. No. Right. It's one of those things where it, it shifts to why is he different? Why is she different? Why are they different to now I want what they have because when you do that, that is when you're starting to spread the kingdom message Absolutely. because when they, when people can see, wow, they have the strength. They used to be this way. Mm -hmm. Now they're this way. I recognize they're different. Now I want to know how, and now there's your opportunity. Let me show you what I did. And it starts with, I know my no, yeah. right? I know my nose and this is where I'm at. And this is how I've gotten to that point. Beautiful message. It is a great thing. I think, you know, in today's world, uh, you know, this kind of truth and this kind of thing. I mean, seriously, especially, I mean, if you're, I, I think about 
having a young, you know, I, I have a two-year-old, uh, a baby girl on the way, you know, this is, this was powerful for me just going through this today for me. Cause it's like, okay, like I kind of have a, a, a little playbook myself that when they start to get older and they start to face these things, like we're, we can have these things established and we can have these things set. Yeah. Um, I have, I have some, I have a very interesting playbook when you're in certain phases. You got like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, those are hard lessons that yeah. are right now. Right, now. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, remember, follow Pass Assault on Instagram. Uh, go follow West Metro FCA on all the social media things. Um, we're just continuing to try to, you know, minister, support the ministry, all of that good stuff. And we will see you again next time.